0: This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN
1: 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody, and what a weekend it's going to be. Championship Sunday, is upon us. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you this week and every week as we talk football and sports gambling. We have three games left in the NFL for the 2021 season. And uh, Mike, I just don't know how we could ever top last weekend. I mean, that is the best place to start. Uh, It's not that we we look back too often. We've got games to handicap, but We've spent most of the week uh, just amongst friends or on the various shows talking about how absolutely spectacular last Saturday and Sunday were, and we are reminded uh, how much of a, a grip and a stranglehold that football has on this country in terms of what they want to watch and how they want to be entertained.
2: Well, I guess they want to be entertained by having no defense. well, that's, well uh, hey, By blowing pack. games with the- two minutes left, by leaving 15-yard cushions on tight ends. Leslie Frazier, for whatever never, job will never get, get it. will never get the job. I tried to tell somebody uh, uh, yesterday, you know, he's got a body of work. I go, all you need is one bad game. Yeah. And that bad game was Leslie Frazier. There's no excuse for what happened. There's no excuse for giving the cushion. And, and to me, when people say it was the greatest weekend of football ever, not when your leading rusher is 69 yards, which was Patrick Mahomes, not when there's no defense being played, uh, hey. not with all the points being scored with two minutes left. Sure, it was spectacular on the offensive side of the ball. And then, I, you know, the Bears hire a guy who was a defensive coordinator no defensive coordinator has ever, ever lost his last game of the season against a team like that mm. and been hired as a head coach, and the Bears went out and did it. That was a
1: bad look in Jacksonville that last week, wasn't oh, it, for the Indianapolis Colts? Hey, there was some defense in the Saturday night game. I thought the Niners and I, the Packers played great defense. They, they, they didn't give up a touchdown for crying Right, out I'm not talking
2: defense. about that game, you know. I'm not talking about I'm talking about the Buffalo game. Yeah. Okay. But, but you
1: got to admit, with those two quarterbacks, how do you play defense, Mike? I mean, I, I don't I mean those those two quarterbacks. You
2: don't let a cushion for fifteen yards for these well, guys. I will I admit. Mean, they were with you running three all over the field.
1: The the, 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 the last thirteen seconds was ridiculous. It's I can't nuts. I can't argue that. But Mahomes and, and Allen are uh, they're they're more than well play better defense. They're unbelievable. I mean, what Patrick Mahomes did in that game was he was he was so Mm-hmm. tactical and precise, mm-hmm. and and, and, and Allen is a freak. I mean, he's knocking defensive backs out of games on quarterback runs. He knocked the defensive back out of the game.
2: I'm not denying any of that. What you're saying is, all I'm saying is, if you think that the NFL games that you saw last week, I mean, I've seen a lot of great games. I mean, are you trying to tell me that the Bears in 85 and 86, who had two shutouts, in the playoffs, yeah. those were spectacular games. Shutting out your opponent both times and then going to the Super Bowl and winning forty eight to three, I'll take those three games over what that mess I saw in Kansas City. I'm with you on on the other game. I mean, you know, I mean it's it's just like Green Bay. Just like the Green mm. Bay San Francisco game. Good defense. That was uh, good. Yeah. You know, but I mean this nonsense it was all the special teams fought. I mean Aaron Rodgers his last eight drives was three and out in seven of them, which is and crazy. And I got to hear everybody bum wrap the special teams. If somebody told you Aaron Rodgers is going to put up 10 points,
1: no, you're right.
2: You're not winning.
1: I mean, especially after that first drive, you, you kind of thought, well, this is going to be easy for the right. Packers, right? It was like, what happened? I mean, and
2: Shanahan is a sharp coach. He is. And Aaron Rodgers, look, I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers a little piece of advice because he doesn't seem to want to listen to anybody. If you want to go to Denver and play Herbert and Mahomes (laughs) and Carr, you go right ahead. You have a cushion that you won't lose for the next three, four years especially in light of some of the hires I'm seeing. And and, and you know what? You should never leave the North Division uh, unless you want to be irrelevant because he's a great quarterback, but he'll be going to a different animal in the AFC West. I mean,
1: I wouldn't want to tangle at all with the no. AFC right now, right, Mike? I mean, uh, no. Mahomes, Allen, like you said, Burrow, uh, uh, Herbert out in that same division, uh, Lamar he's Jackson. Just another I
2: mean, guy oh, in the AFC. Oh, my God. And he's a great – look, don't get me wrong, but what I told everybody last week was simple. I took the 49ers on the money line. I was one of two. Our team, uh, we had a two and four week. We're fine. We're seven and five. Yeah. But, you know, Randy should have won both games. He should have won the Titan game. He should have won the Bengal game. I mean, the uh, Buccaneer game. You won your game. Yeah. I won the Frisco game on the money line. And my quote last week is if you want to bet the minus 230 on Rodgers, go ahead. I'm taking the money line. That wasn't based on anything except him.
1: And the Niners have now not only covered uh, three straight road games as a dog, mm-hmm. they've obviously won. And, yeah, Mike cashed that ticket Yep. Um, last week. That uh, was
2: my biggest win. I had two losses. But guess what? I cleaned up on that. Game. There
1: you go. I mean they were a six point underdog and yeah. they won outright, so that's always a nice money line. You hit.
2: cannot put ten points on the board and blame other people. When how, how come the quarterback when they win, he's given all the credit, but when they lose all oh, the special teams, oh this and that. Are you kidding me? No, yeah.
1: I mean, I think he's gotta wear some of it. You're right. Where I some it's...
2: of it. He makes thirty two million bucks. He's he's eleven and ten in the playoffs. This isn't about this year. This is a pattern. He's got one Super Bowl, the same is the same amount is Brad Johnson and Jeff Hostetler.
1: Unfortunately for Aaron Rodgers, you can't dispute that. You can't. Even though he's in a different class.
2: I I hate to ruin the swamp NFL media narrative. He was horrible last week. Seven of your last eight drives, you're three and out with that ball club.
1: I know, with those weapons and everything else. I know.
2: And then LeFleur, he takes the hit too. But you know what? I think the quarterback who, who... who wants it. He's a stat stuffer, folks. Regular season hero. I brought, I made that up years ago about him. He's going to be a one and out. That's it. He had one Super Bowl. That's it for him.
1: I don't know when one became the new none. I, I don't know that I like that he only won one. I mean, I get it when you say, look, Marino never won one. Fine. You want to knock Marino or you want to knock uh, in different sports, Malone never won one. I get it. But, like, he has won a Super Bowl. I mean... I so know he can't for a compare
2: them. He, Has he lived up to the standards that he has set for himself? He's the yeah, guy that said. Yeah, I, he's the guy that said, "Look, guys, we're going to lose if we play on the road." It's a whole different ball game when you come and see me in Green Bay with the weather. We had it. He fell on his face. There's
1: no, uh, yeah, the whole, like, this notion of weather, you know. It's <laughs> like it's, it's starting to – Jimmy
2: G grew up in Arlington Heights. He didn't Jim, field up.
1: Uh, and Jimmy, real quick here on Jimmy, like, I, the curious – They, they
2: case, bury the guy and he wins.
1: The, he wins. He does. And sometimes I don't know how he does, but the curious case of Jimmy G is, Mike, it is, it is tough to figure in a sense. I do think what – I do think Jimmy's got – uh, certainly, he's the rich
2: guy, Strabisky. Nobody yeah, thinks yeah, like he's he, going to make it, he, and he ends up having a winning record and taking his team to the fight. He's got a J- heck of a record. J- Carl. Jimmy
1: does some things extremely well. You're, and and I think we but should. Can he
2: swing on a vine because he's the next Tarzan?
1: Well, I mean. Listen, what this guy has – and I saw Mike tweet out his – I did something here special for Mike because Mike tweeted something funny. He was doing the most handsome quarterbacks of all time. I (laughs) love the list. So I – real quick, we might as well do this now, guys. We'll talk about the games in a little bit. But I made something special for Mike and Randy. So I've set the odds – Mike did a historical look, which was impressive. So go on his Twitter timeline. You can see. I set the odds current, uh, NFL most handsome quarterback award. And I want you guys. Of time? Uh, no, I'm doing right now. Active oh, quarterbacks. Okay. It's easy. I'm going to, I'm going to set the odds. You guys tell me what you think of the way I've set the odds. I've made Jimmy G the favorite at even money. I've made Tom Brady three to one. Russell Wilson 5 to 1, Justin Herbert 8 to 1, Dak Prescott 10 to 1 and Baker Mayfield 20 to 1. What do you guys think of my most handsome quarterback odds?
2: Wow, you know what? I uh, I think Matt Ryan would be upset. Ooh!
1: Matt Ryan's, I, that's he's a good striking, one. He's striking. He's striking. Matt Ryan, I'm putting him down. If, you got to put him down. That's a good one, Mike.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, you got to put Matt Ryan down there. I mean, if I start thinking, but if we go historical, uh, you, you, I mean, had there's such some a great guys list. that are mongrels. I mean, you. Kent Stabler really wasn't that good looking, but he was Kent Stabler.
1: Right, he was Kenny Stabler. And yeah. Joe
2: Namath was more, more about pizzazz. I mean, he was a good looking guy, but this guy wears a fur coat on the sidelines. You got to go with them in white shoes. You know, they were flamboyant. They were uh, exotic. These guys, Jimmy G's one to five. He's one, I love it. Him? He's one to five. <laughs> Jimmy G's one to five. Yeah, Murkin, I would
1: agree. Merkin agrees. He goes. No, he's on, the, he's clearly the favorite. I love it.
2: I right. mean, some they they put they showed him walking into the stadium, and some woman typed up, uh, "I'm holding my breath." I mean, I mean he's just walking into the stadium.
1: It's it's spectacular. Right, I, he's
2: the next Tarzan.
1: And somehow he keeps winning, like Mike said. Yep. I don't always get it. This is the most bizarre thing you're going to see, especially the way in which the game is played today. In his last five playoff games, Jimmy G's 4-1. and one, yeah. but He's got two touchdowns, five interceptions, right. and a quarterback rating of 70. It's amazing. Well, Joe
2: burrow has got sacked nine times, and they win the ball game.
1: Go figure that.
2: Well, it's about turnovers. It, and by yeah. the way, folks, if people think that Joe Burrow, the moment's going to be too big it's for not. him, they must have missed the LSU days.
1: You're right. It's not.
2: It's not. It's not he's, too big for and, him. And you know who? And Matthew Stafford, God bless him. You know what? He's done a good job, okay? No doubt. The pressure's on, on both, both teams. They both want to win. Uh, but, but I'll be honest with you. Matthew Stafford, to me, has all the weapons. And they're going to lean on Cam Akers again. Wh- wh- which might
1: be a mistake. And I want to talk to you about that when yeah. we get to that point in a little bit here. I do, I'm i glad you brought that up because I want to talk to you about yeah, it.
2: Yeah, because you know what, Carm? I mean, the bottom line is if you turn over the football, there's a good chance that you're going to lose the football game. And, and you could sack Joe Burrow, nine times, but he didn't make any mistakes. And he got hot at the right time. And they won the game because they got a kicker that could kick the ball 70 yards.
1: Yeah, kids got a good leg. We yeah. are going to uh, do a deep dive into both games for everybody. We'll give you best plays a little bit later on. Uh, can uh, Mike and I and, and Randy continue, even though it wasn't yep. the most spectacular week last week, no. to give winners out and we are Well, over... I gave
2: Cincinnati out too, yes. but it's a y- lean.
1: Yes, you did. Yes it was you a did. three-lean. Well, you you nailed it. You called that one. Uh, We are over 60% in our best plays on the season. So stick around for that a little bit later on. Our buddy Luke Pergandy will tell us about the uh, tickets for sale at Prop Swap, and then we'll get into uh, the handicap for Championship Sunday. So we got a long way to go. We're just getting started here inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.
0: This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
1: Welcome back inside The Odds Couple, everyone, presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we are getting you set for Championship Sunday, and as we discussed uh, at the open of the show, I mean, the action last week was so great. We wonder how could you ever top it. Uh, but we've got uh, the final four teams, and it's time to make a decision and hopefully make a profit with some of those futures tickets that you are sitting on. Time is running out in the NFL season. There are only three games left, people. So to give you all the best advice is one of our favorites. He is a weekly contributor, and he is a huge part as one of the founding members of our presenting sponsor of Prop Swap. Luke Pergandy joins us <laughs> on the Corona Hotline. Oh,
2: the <laughs> What's up, Luke?
1: <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey,
2: Hey,
1: How are you, buddy? You getting ready for a championship Sunday? I mean, this is such a big time. You know, we've talked about people making the most of some of the tickets they've had. I know, you know, we talked about a guy who turned a beautiful profit on a Colts ticket, and it's yep. a good thing he did. The Colts never even made the playoffs, but there's three games to go, Luke. So it's like this is it. This is the nitty-gritty. You've got to make a decision, and people need to start thinking with their heads if they're sitting on valuable futures tickets.
3: Yeah. No, this um, this has the potential to be the biggest long-shot Super Bowl in NFL history um, if either – the Cincinnati Bengals or the San Francisco 49ers win. Uh, the Niners were 125 to one odds in April. Um, sorry, one that four games in, and then the um, Cincinnati Bengals were 300 to one odds in September. Um, I mean, if either of these two teams go, this would be the biggest long shot in NFL history.
2: Yeah, and when you look at it, you know, it's one of those deals where we've discussed this so many times, folks, when it comes to prop swap. If you have the 49er ticket, if you have the Bengal ticket, Luke has tried to drill it into everybody's head. Sell that ticket, put it up for sale. There's a chance it could win because we saw what happened last week, and then you can reinvest with the same team at another price. Am I right, Luke?
3: Yep. No, that's that. If you got a, you know, we have a three hundred one Bengals ticket up for sale right now. He bet a hundred bucks. Mm. He's are going to sell it for thirty seven hundred. Eh. Um, you know, take take eighteen hundred of that thirty seven hundred. He's going to wobble with and then go rebet the Bengals at seven to one. You got a new ticket that would pay you know five thousand eh. dollars. So you're covered either way.
1: Yeah, that's the smart thing to do. The amazing thing, uh, not only do we talking about two potential long shots getting in here, but um, not that they were ever odds uh, to that extent, but I, how many times mid-season, guys, when the, the Chiefs were two and five or whatever they were, did we say, "Boy, you're never going to get the Chiefs at sixteen to one again with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid"? And somebody could have grabbed yep. those tickets back in October, mid to late October. I mean, think about it: you had double digits on the Chiefs, and now they're, you know, what plus one twenty or plus one twenty-five, Luke.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Chiefs are obviously the favorite. Um, you know, they, I think they were three and four was their record That at their worst. And yeah, at that point in time, they were 18 to one on. So like, <laughs> it's just all about timing. This literally happens every year. People always say, well, like, I don't bet long shots. I'm like, this literally happened every sport, every season. There's always these crazy long shots. The Chiefs are the favorite and they were 18 to one just two months ago. So all four of these teams you could have found at fifteen to one odds or higher at some point throughout the season. And of course, the Bengals and the Niners—I mean, oh. this literally has the potential to be the biggest underdogs in Apple history going to the Super Bowl.
1: Download the app; it's free. You can check the tickets there. Go to the go to PropSwap um, And I don't want to deviate too much for football. We look where this is what we love, and we've got three games left. And last weekend was phenomenal. But I will say there's there's more than just football. Everybody knows that golf. Uh, I mean, these basketball futures. Look, we have we've got a changing of the guard again. Uh, I feel like each of the last three or four weeks that we've done the show, there's, oh, there's a new favorite in the NBA for MVP. Right now it's Joel Embiid because he's playing out of his friggin' mind, you guys. It's like this is when people should be hitting the site looking for those tickets that are uh, up for sale. Right,
3: Luke? Yeah. No, Embiid, Embiid in two weeks has went from 30 to 1 to 3 to 1. Yeah. In two weeks. Yes. I mean, it's, it's like uh, you can make 10 extra money in 14 days by betting on the MVP. I mean, it's just, um, this happens all the time. Jokic with last year's story, he yep. of course cash. We're selling uh, LeBron tickets. LeBron of course sat on, um, on Thursday night yep. in, in Philadelphia and the Sixers won, but we're selling LeBron MVP bets at 50 to one. I mean, there's so much action in, in that race and um, every single season, you can find a long shot and then flip it and, you know, and beat is the perfect uh, response to that this season. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to get on LeBron too much, but if you want to rest, rest against OKC. Some people on <laughs> some people on social media saying you didn't want to match up against Embiid. I'm not going to go that far, but come on. It's a marquee game. It is. Uh, Jordan would have never missed this game. You go up against the best, and you know what? It's just a stain on him. This is your MVP. You're sitting out a big game, and you get your ass kicked.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. He should have been out there. That's kind of the yep. new NBA these days is that you can list it if you want. A two-game season, I get it, but. Um, I, I don't really understand in the primetime game. You should probably be playing.
1: All right, Luke, uh, safe travels uh, for you this weekend, buddy. Enjoy Championship Sunday. We'll see if we get this long-shot dream-come-true matchup. Uh, anyway, for, for, for betters, I guess, uh, that's for sure. But uh, we will break down all the action and preview the Super Bowl a little bit when we talk to you next week.
3: Guys, enjoy the games. Uh, congrats to the Bears getting new head coach. We'll see who that offensive coordinator is because uh, he's not it.
1: That's uh, that's the next big step. You are 100% right. There he is, everybody. Luke yeah. Pergandy from Prop <laughs> The
2: Bears are the same that's as our guy. <laughs> The
1: same as ever, Mike. <laughs> it's the same. Oh, same God. As.
2: <laughs> I mean, I know we have already talked about it, but it just uh, drives me nuts. You know, and I, it just drives me absolutely crazy what's going on. I've seen some of these hires. A lot of them haven't knocked me Uh, off my feet so you know it's good to see uh, that my buddy Josh McDaniels the guy that I wanted for the Chicago Bears Mm -hmm. is now going to be and is rumored and you can only uh, take an NFL rumor for 50 percent of what it is uh, which is maybe inaccurate but he's rumored to be uh, the next head coach or the the guy they want uh, in Las Vegas and I couldn't be happier for him he's the guy I wanted here uh, but you know what? We'll see what happens. There's a lot of stuff still. To, I mean, we're still waiting on a Saints coach and other things.
1: I still wonder if McDaniel's wants to just sit tight and wait for Bill to be done and take that job. I don't that know. That might I... be
2: five years, though, Carmen. Well, yeah,
1: good, I don't know. You're right. I mean, who who knows? I mean, that's
2: how... like somebody waiting for you to quit. You're going to be there till you're 70 <laughs> or 80. You
1: know, Maybe, I'm going to yeah, wait yeah. for Carmen to leave. You're never going to stop. I mean, well, I'm gonna you. going
2: to keep you going while you know what? I, I, I'm watching myself since the death of Meatloaf. Um, <laughs> I am on a diet. I mean, when I found out, but I didn't tell anybody this last week, when I found out Meatloaf uh, on the TV had died, I had a mouthful of M&Ms, and I just spit half of them out like I lost my teeth. So I've been watching myself
1: a little bit. Take care of that body. It's the body is a <laughs> temple. Remember that.
2: Oh, yeah, sure it is. Why well, I should have treated it like that all along. But so far, so good. Dodging.
1: We have so much to talk about still uh, as we are previewing the two games on Sunday. We're down to the final four, folks. We have just three meaningful football games left we're looking forward to the Super Bowl, but it's kind of sad to know we have just three left. So Mike and I will continue to handicap it for you. We will give you an idea of our best plays, maybe some prop bets we like, and we still will get some ponies from Jim Miller in a little bit. Don't go anywhere. We are cruising along on this Friday, getting you set for the weekend. It's Carmen and Mike. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple.
0: On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app.
1: Welcome back inside The Odds Couple, everyone, presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco each and every week. Show's on the air Friday night, seven to eight. You can always get the podcast. Make sure you have the ESPN Chicago app downloaded. And then the Encore replay comes your way Saturday morning before Connor and White Sox Weekly from eight until nine A. M. So get
2: ready for those White Sox, folks. Get ready what we'll a spring on you before you know. By the way, I, Carm, I want to give you guys a little salute because of the great year we've had. I thought that basically I take you guys out to dinner. Oh. Okay. And you could pick any restaurant you want. On.
1: On. Which one would you want to go to, Carm? Um well, I mean you know, I'm, any I am mean, when I think of dinner with Mike, I can't right. help but think of Gibson's, to All be quite right. honest. How about
2: Randy? He's gotta pick a different
1: place. Uh I'll go yeah. Olive Garden. I'll oh stop it. <laughs> no, I'll, okay, I'll that's I'll, the
2: fast food I'll, of Italian restaurants. Mike's gonna wring go your over. neck.
1: <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll go um any place, Randy. Oh, I mean Chicago Cutter Joe's Chicago Cutter Joe's. Yeah. Okay. One of the three we'll have to pick. Well
2: I Those are good recommendations, but I've picked out three restaurants for you guys, and you make the final decision on the three. Okay. Uh, Paradise Pup on uh, oh, River Road. Oh, I love it. Uh, there's an Ethiopian restaurant on Kandu uh, called Kandu on Broadway, and Gene and Jude's. The point I'm trying to make is...
1: Paradise Pup, baby.
2: The point I'm trying to make is you're not picking the restaurants you want to go to. We'll have the three finalists. I love it. We'll bring in a group of people from out of town. <laughs> To then pick out the restaurants for you.
1: You tell me when and where and we'll be there. Yeah. All right, well buddy? it's sorta
2: of like the bear it's sorta of like the bear uh search for the <laughs> right. for the coach. For the head Let
1: coach. Let somebody That's else come saw. in and pick.
2: Let we're bringing in Bill Polian. Of course he picked Nagel. Polian, now I'm hearing today. Well they weren't uh it was Polian. Uh, Ted Phillips got a pick, which is And crazy. then Paul's got a pick. I go, it's the wrong way to do it, I mean, but it that's is. fine.
1: It's the same old, same old. It's Mike. the
2: same old. You know this, Carm. We're going to. We're, we got. I give, I give Rick Morrissey credit. Doesn't mean this isn't going to work out because I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's name. So I'm not going to say he's going to be a bust. But Rick Morrissey wanted a stud offensive coordinator to come in, Carm. Yeah. They're not going to hire a stud. For maybe a guy that won't be better than serviceable, because everybody will attach the offensive head coach to Justin Fields. They did the right thing for a change. They went defense, bring in an offensive coordinator. If it doesn't work out, then they'll get rid of him. Then days.
1: they'll move on from the, probably the coordinator and the quarterback. Oh, it's but they, like but a vicious teams, cycle.
2: There's teams playing now that we got to talk about. That yes. did it right.
1: So let's uh, we'll we'll do the games in order here. Championship Sunday, Bengals, Chiefs. This line has gone out to north of the touchdown now, and uh, it'll be interesting to track over the week. Weekend if some money comes in on the Bengals to make this back to a seven-point game. But cool. since he's catching seven and a half, the total in the game is 54 and a half. Opened about 53 and a half in most places. So a little money towards the over there. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike said something earlier in the show. Uh, anybody that thinks Joe Burrow is <laughs> going to be intimidated or scared hasn't been watching. I, I don't think the Bengals are going to win this game. But I agree with Mike. It's not going to be because Joe Burrow is not ready to for a mm. big moment, uh, there's th- this kid is a little bit different. Let's yep. face it, there's some moxie and some attitude here. I, I don't think the moment no nope. is-, is going to get him. Now, are they going to get beat? Well, I think I happen to think Casey's a better team, but Joe Burrow is is a stud.
2: How about the fact he'll take the sack instead of throwing the ball up for grabs nine times? He was sacked. It's an all time like deal here, and then the team wins anyway. Here's the
1: problem though, Mike. If they're you're playing mo- any, yeah. most teams not named the Titans, you're not winning. That
2: I get you. I get, but a lot of people took the Titans, thinking this was going to be yeah. uh, the deal. I will say this: you're absolutely right about that. Uh, yet, uh, as late as last week, I saw Aaron Rodgers lose. So, can Patrick Mahomes mm. end up losing this game? Here, I'll give you guys. I'm I, I was supposed to I'm supposed to get a humanitarian award. I didn't know if I told you about this. Game. No. Yeah, from uh, the WGA, <laughs> because I won the media uh, pool along with. But but I got a call from Jim Miller. Now you had to pick the playoff teams. Mm. And Jimmy and Patrick Finley had Kansas City last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had the 49ers. Look at I'm winning the Buffalo game. I'm gonna collect the fifteen hundred prize money. Yep. They come back. Do you know Jimmy called me and he said, You want to chop it up? Chop it up. I thought he meant something else. I had <laughs> no idea. I didn't know if he was talking about salad. I didn't know what he was talking. You mean split it up? He goes, Yeah. And you know what I did? I said yes. I could have because they don't have Kansas City left. I could have taken Kansas City this week. But you know what? Cincinnati's got a 30% chance of winning. And after what I've seen, it wouldn't surprise me if they did win.
1: All right. So you guys, uh, you chopped that up. We chopped it up. We got
2: 500 apiece.
1: Patrick Mahomes is 7-1 uh, and one straight up, 6-2 yep. and two against the number in the postseason in Kansas City. The numbers are staggering. 23 touchdowns, are. 1 interception, 4 rushing touchdowns in those 8 games. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burrow, been very good as a dog, guys. 5-0 yep. straight up and against the number as a dog of a field goal or more this season. So some interesting trends going into that one. This is a rematch of a game that was played in late December. It was Week 17. The Chiefs were 5-point pa- favorites in Cincinnati. They jumped out to 2 separate 4 13 point leads in the first half. They couldn't get it done. They only had three drives and 23 total plays. In the second half, they had some penalties that hurt them, none more than the one down near the goal line at the end that allowed the Bengals to just basically kneel on it and then kick the game-winning field goal. But if you remember that game, Mike, Burrow went nuts to the tune of almost 450 yards, and Jamar Chase had 266 receiving yards. So you know Steve Spagnolo is trying to figure out a way to better contain Jamar Chase this summer.
2: Well, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm not even going to hide it. I'm taking Cincinnati plus the 7.5 with Burrow. Uh, I think Kansas City could win the game. Maybe they win by three. Maybe they won by four. I know they've covered, like, what, five, six in a row or something? Or
1: it's they, been pretty good lately. They've been
2: pretty good lately. But you know what? I know they're capable of having a stinker like everybody else. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I would not take a money line play like I did with San Francisco. But I'm comfortable taking with Joe Burrow leading 7.5. Now, probably hey, they might end up 30 to nothing. Yeah. But you know, I, I gambling's about taking a chance uh, sometimes, and you know, I took the chance last week. I'm going to take a chance and think that they can cover this game, and they're not in these finals or finals of their of their conference by accident.
1: The last four games in KC have all gone over the total. Yeah, uh, I think the Burrow total passing yard prop is a, is a good one. The, I like the over a little bit. Uh, where you're going to lay about probably minus 110, minus 115, mm-hmm. over 286 and a half. I think yeah. they're going to have to throw it. I think sure. they, they might be down like they were in that first game, and he, they're not afraid to let him start throwing it all over the field. So um, I do think that there's some good value uh, there, and Mike likes the Bengals. In I love that the game. Bengals. So there we go. All right, the nightcap then, 49ers. And Rams, here we go. Round three, divisional opponents in Los Angeles. The Rams are laying three and a half. The total is 45 and a half. Kyle Shanahan is seven and three straight up and against the spread against Sean McVay, his good buddy. He has really owned this rivalry. The Niners are a very impressive 27 and 17 against the spread as underdogs under Kyle Shanahan since two seventeen, uh, since 2017. Excuse me. So round three. They've lost six in a row in this series, the Rams. Do they yeah. get it done this weekend?
2: Well, I think they can. I'm leaning. I won't play it, but I'd be leaning the Rams. I know Beckham wasn't there for some of this. Mm-hmm. He's gotten better. He's been a revelation. He's uh, this year's Antonio Brown. You know, if you want to go and make a comparison, what happened with Tampa Bay last year. I do understand they should have lost that game last week. It would have been the biggest choke job in history. Oh. Uh, but you know what? I think it's going to be... A tight game. I'd lean uh, the Rams, but I do have a play in this game that I'll give everybody. I gave it out this morning on the uh, on the Carmen Yurkel show. So you know uh, it pays to listen yes, because uh, last week we did. We were one and one, I think. But this week uh, I got a, a real good play that I'll give everybody at the
1: end. I love it. All right, uh, Matthew Stafford, eight uh, picks his last four games of the regular season, eh. zero in the playoffs. Yeah. And you know Mike had mentioned how he is. Did he, he even throw an interception? Because I would have lost that bet
2: if I put it down to minus 130. I'll throw a pick. He, I don't even he know. He did, did not. Second. They had they had four turnovers. Lost.
1: But one was the, the goofy uh, center interception and then the three fumbles. Okay, um, and Mike had said something earlier about Cam Akers. Now, the Cam Akers story is a great one. This guy ruptured his Achilles tendon yep. in July. Last July. It is extremely impressive that he worked his ass off to get back on the field and get into this spot. Okay? But. He is averaging in the three games. He's really two full games. He played a very right. little bit in week uh, 18. He killed him last he, week almost. He, he's at, He almost did, Mike. Yep. He is averaging 2.3 yards per attempt since coming back. And if you look at their EPA per play numbers uh, via the rush, EPA per rush, that's expected points added, they are absolutely abysmal. Where they are thriving right now is letting Matthew Stafford yep. throw the ball to, as Mike said, Odell Beckham who's been a huge help to them with Robert yes, Woods is. going out, and Cooper Cup, who might be you know one of the three best receivers in the league. And they, they didn't have Von Miller they, for a lot of these games. Well, and that's true, too, and he looks rejuvenated. Yes. They would be well-served to throw the ball and throw it a lot, I think. <laughs> I really think they would be well-served to do that and let Stafford try to eat a little bit. Um, now, this is the kind of defense that can give him problems because they yep. generate pressure with their front four. The Niners don't blitz a lot. We told you last week how Stafford eviscerates the blitz. He's done it all season. So this is a defense, and that's a good matchup for him against the Bucks defense. That blitzes a lot. This defense won't blitz nearly as much. But I think the Rams would be well served to let Stafford kind of air it out. How about they had to beg their fans, Mike, not to sell tickets to the Niners so Well, this is
2: the whole thing here. I'm going to tell everybody something. On StubHub right now, it's the best-selling ticket going. Here's what I'm telling everybody. I survived. We all did, without football in Los Angeles. Mm. The nonsense that there's two teams there and that they may have to go on a silent count because of the influx of road team fans and it has it's happened already this year okay mm-hmm. we're both herbert Okay? And Stafford have had to go silent counts because you're at home and the road team's fans have bought up all the tickets. So that's something you have to consider, folks. Crazy.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. All right, when we come back, everybody, we're going to get some uh, ponies from Jim Miller. Jim, A And then we're going to give you best plays, all right, Mm. for Championship Sunday. So don't go anywhere. We still have more to do. We are getting you set for uh, the two big games coming up this Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening. We are the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 presented by PropSwap.
0: This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
1: The home stretch on the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Mike North and Carmen Defalco with you each and every week talking sports gambling. And what a weekend we have to yep. get ready for here. Three games to go only, unfortunately, in the NFL season. we got Championship Sunday on deck, and we've talked about both those games and uh, Mike had mentioned earlier how there was a, an opportunity where he could have won our little playoff media pool, our, our survivor pool that we were doing. $1,500 bucks 1st place. $1,500. Uh, I got eliminated because I foolishly thought the Titans would right. just straight up beat the Bengals. That didn't happen. With nine sacks, you think it would. Uh, so I was out. It was down to three, and Mike uh, was a mensch and decided to uh, chop it up with Jim Miller and Pat Finley. Yeah,
2: so, lucky but, it was those two.
1: Yeah, because of it was good some good other people Man. in it.
2: Then I went there. but Jimmy says to me, "I get a, a message. Do you want to chop it up?" I was worried. I said, "What? Chop it, Charlie's? You having a problem <laughs> with somebody?" I mean, uh, <laughs> then, then he, I mean, split it up. He says, "Yeah." I go hell. Then I ask the dumb question because I'm softer than dirt now. <sighs> I just walk around, look out the window, and just you know, hope that the, the dog don't bark too much. <laughs> and I say. You have kids, and he told me, "Yeah." yeah. And then Patrick Finley, yeah, okay, yeah. chop it
1: up. Look at you, Mike <laughs> is a true mensch. Jim Miller joins us each and every week. He's with hey, us now. Kansas
2: City left, damn it. Our
1: guy from Hawthorne Racecourse, and uh, we, do, I mean, we, you do have kids; they've got sports. So where did the yep. the funds go, Jimmy?
4: Jimmy, it went towards the kids. Both of them have upcoming track season, so it went towards shoes, went towards spikes for them, and, and, and we like got Mike our money mentioned. back. Beautiful. Yeah, the it, other it was pool. a beautiful thing, and we made money. We all got five to one on, uh, on our money, and the I thing got thing both pick the Rams, so we got that upset. Mike was perfectly positioned. I was in a bad spot. I would have had to have gone with Cincy this week, with the hopes that they pull off an upset, which they can, and then I would have had to come back with the hopes that San Fran was open there in the Super Bowl. Hey. But man, playoff chaos last week. So yeah, You absolutely. never
1: know. Total chaos. Good stuff, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. So we've got now we got a lot of snow here today, uh, yep. but that, that that's not going to stop racing tonight. What's uh, what's the story for the the meet uh, for the weekend?
4: You know what? Here's the cool thing. I mean, it's not going to stop racing by any means for us, but there is a lot of snow in the Northeast, and a lot of the tracks are canceled out to the Northeast. So Hawthorne's going to be kind of out on an island tonight, which will be a beautiful thing. There's not a whole lot of tracks going. She'll be able to watch the races from Hawthorne. A really good 10-race car tonight. So definitely something to jump into, but yeah, this this is nothing. This isn't going to stop us. A little cold, a little snow, that won't do anything to racing for us.
2: Well, yeah, but uh, let me ask you this. If the snow accumulates quickly on the track, let's say between race two and three, okay, now it's different walking the dog on a one-inch snow type of situation. I'm a little slower when it's three inches. Does it slow up the horse? Does it affect yes. the wheels? What's the deal?
4: It definitely does slow up the horse. It will slow up times if you do get a little bit of accumulation on the racetrack and it slows it up by a couple of seconds. So definitely Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you do have to adjust for that when you're handicapping races down the road. The cold and the wind can slow things up too. We've had a lot of times where we've had very strong winds and that headwind hits these horses in the stretch and they're going a full quarter of a mile and they're going into that and they're definitely going much slower. So it definitely does affect things. That's where I try to kind of guide everybody in the right direction, handicapping, and I hope that it pays off. All right, so what do we like for the weekend? We stick sticking at the hometown track, Jimmy? You know, well, we went three for three last week, but I'm getting away from the hometown track because there is an incredible card at Gulfstream Park tomorrow. It's okay. the Pegasus World Cup. Three invitational races that we're going to look to. So all these races at Gulfstream Park on Saturday. Race number nine, but the four horse, Regal Glory across the board. This is a horse that gets a great pace set up. Race 11. Bet the 12, never surprised across the board. This horse is going to try to wire the field. And then in race 12, the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Bet the horse of the year. Bet the one Knicks go to win. This is a horse that should take him from gate to wire.
1: All right, so all three are on the card at Gulfstream down in Florida tomorrow, everybody. The ninth race, the four horse across the board. The 11th race, the 12 horse across the board. And then in the big one, the Pegasus. Uh, the 12th race, horse number one to win. that That's one of the Derby uh, prep races. Is that right, Jim? Uh, that, no,
4: this is a horse that uh, actually was a Derby horse a few years oh, ago. I got this you. is now a prep for the Dubai World Cup. Got so you. this is a $3 million race, really an awesome race.
1: Wow, so this is big time. Okay, f- uh, full field, some good action there. There's your three races for Golfstream tomorrow. Uh, Jimmy continues to give out winners, so uh, make sure you take his advice. And uh, the book will be open for Championship Sunday, right, Jimmy?
4: Oh, yeah, the book will be open. Last week, guys, there was a guy that bet a $5,000 bet, had all four winners on the money line, cashed for 160000 at Hawthorne. Wow. wow,
1: how about that? Cha-ching. He bet, I hope he bought drinks for everybody. Hope he
4: tips he everybody. <laughs> absolutely. He have. Jimmy,
1: have a great weekend, buddy. We'll talk to you next week.
4: All right, boys, good luck. Jimmy!
1: There's our guy, Jim Miller. Yeah, best. three for three last week. This guy's a machine. Yep. Machine. All right, so here we go. Uh, right. Mike, Mike already told you. He's got a good feeling about the Bengals getting those, the seven and a half. Well, no, that's he-
2: what it came out. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a good feeling. It's it's supposed to happen, but you know, it's been the playoffs. You know, so that's the one I got. But but I got one that's What special. else are
1: we liking, Mike?
2: Carmen, you remember when I say bet the money line and don't worry about it, mm-hmm. and I, it's come out good for me this year. Now, last year I I got my butt kicked on one. But uh if you think I'm gonna pass this money line up because it's minus two fifteen, you're crazy. I gave it out in Carmen and Yurko because it's that easy for me. Most yards passing, Stafford or Garoppolo. Stafford is minus two fifteen. I'm betting it. That's it. If Garoppolo I'll pass a Stafford in this game, where I think San Francisco's gonna give you a steady uh, diet of running. And Carmen just said Stafford better be throwing the ball. Yeah. Okay. If I lose this game because Garoppolo passes Stanford, I don't want to hear another word about Garoppolo not being the clutch quarterback.
1: I, I agree with Mike on that. You going but
2: with me on this?
1: Big time. You I also... go,
2: You go 50 bucks if you lose? Okay. Then you got to pay 100. What's I, the deal?
1: I think they know they got to run it. I think yep. they – excuse me, pass it. I think they know if they build a lead like they did last time, they have to continue – to try to pass the ball. I mean, McVay better have learned a lesson when he choked away. What was it? A 17, nothing lead almost 17, three, maybe at halftime. He had never lost the game guys at the half. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, when he had been leading at the half until the Niners at the end of the season, in week 18 came back and beat them. So I think he learned a lesson. I think it's, I think it makes a ton of sense, Mike. I do. Yes. I also think the Stafford pass attempts over 34.5 is a good bet. Now, that is juiced up a little to minus yeah. 125, but I think he's going to throw 35 pass attempts at least in this game. So if I think those are good me, bets.
2: If you tell me Stafford, you know, or, or Garoppolo, most yards, I, I looked at that. And yeah. I, just like, you know, I don't think it's high enough. I think that they should have made it minus three hundred, yeah. minus four hundred. That's how much I think that the Rams have to do. And by the way, San Francisco has nullified Aaron Donald too, folks. He hasn't done much against. I mean, uh, he hasn't done much against them. Otherwise, they might have won a game or two lately. So look at that also. So, well, so take a look at the whole thing. Like I say about the Chicago Bears, it they didn't hire a coach to coach Justin Field. They hired a coach to coach a football team, and that's what the Rams better do. They better put themselves in the best position to win, but it's going to be tough.
1: It's going to be tough. I will say as much as I like those, uh, you know, what Mike was just talking about, the Stafford angle I think is, is a great one. Um, I think this is a tight game, a close game. I wouldn't yep. be shocked if this comes down to a field goal. And with this game still being – uh north of that field goal by a half point. Uh-huh. You know, you got that hook right now. I jumped on it early in the week. I'm gonna ride for the fourth consecutive week with Shanny and the Niners. Oh. They do seem to have the Rams number here a little bit. I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be extremely close. Maybe the Rams walk it off with another field goal, but I- I'm gonna ride with shanny and Jimmy G getting the three and a half one final time. Uh I hope I'm not getting greedy here. Like we yeah. said, Mike and I have loved him. I've been on him each of the last three weeks. Uh, I, wish well, we I, we, I wish I would have listened to Mike and I wish I would have got on a, on the money line. I didn't have the courage to do it the way Mike did last yeah. week. I only had the points, but I'm going to back him getting the three and a half. How again, would you so. like to
2: be, you know, one night, just hang out with him? Me and
1: you oh, be his wingman. My God. Huh? To go hit the town with the, right. please. Forget Are you about kidding it. me? Forget about it. You uh, would
2: just look from a distance and <laughs> admire. <laughs>
1: That's it. You just sit back and admire. <laughs> Mikey, enjoyed enjoy championship weekend, buddy.
2: You too, uh, folks. Another. You too, Carmen. Oh, wait.
1: What oh, about Randy? Oh, what about Randy? Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go Joe Mixon over 13 and a half rushing yards for his longest rush. For his oh, longest yeah. rush, over nice. 13 and half yards. And I'm going to go a two-team parlay. Oh, boy, my Here God. we go. I'm it going. Cocky. I'm going the Chiefs. Sorry, Mikey. I'm going That's the Chiefs right. and the over. Chiefs minus the seven and a half nice. yep. and the over. Okay, that so not boy. money line minus. The and seven then a and futures a half. play if you want to get in this week right now, if you can bet on your site. Uh, for a Super Bowl MVP, you can get Vaughn Miller anywhere from 40 to 50 to 1 right now. I'm going to take that to I would you take want Von throw Miller. It on? Yeah, 50 yeah. to 1. G- you want to put that.
2: that down too? Yeah. This guy's getting cocky. Yeah, look now, at Kyle. you,
1: man. I know. Look at you. Look what you've I love cre- about you've him, created though? a monster.
2: You get, well, yeah, but see, last week he didn't have the best week. He's like, a, a basketball shooter. I'm going to go launch today, and He's we're going to get it. Steph Curry. Doesn't
1: down. matter. I'm going to go drop 35 on you. Thanks
2: I might to, just if, if the Miller thing don't pan out, that's just a nice pick. That's a lean.
1: Th- yeah, that's true. That's just yeah. a lean. That's a futures yeah. play. Thank you to Randy Merkin, obviously. Tyler Rocky, great job as always. And thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. Enjoy Championship Sunday, everybody. We'll start previewing uh, Super Bowl 56 when we're back with you next week. And until then, uh, we just want everybody to have a great weekend and happy wagering. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.